Hello and welcome to Lester the Nightfly. This is your host, PJ Ewing. Welcome to part two of a two-part series with Tony Glousey. The fun thing about this is that in between these two episodes, I actually saw Tony perform. It was at the famous Birdland on 44th Street, downstairs, packed audience. The show was Bebop and Boleros. It was Tony, uh, a wonderful combo, and a singer from Spain. Her name was Mar Vilasca, a young singer you do not know, very new to the world of jazz singing. She did scat singing. She has a lovely voice, real chemistry between Tony and Mar, and it was a joy. And a lot of the music that you're going to hear on this show, this part two of our series with Tony, is indeed in Spanish, so it really fits the vibe of what you're going to hear on this show where Tony brought his playlist, brought some songs of his own, and we get to play them and talk about it. When we last heard from Tony, we were talking about the gifted indie pop artist, Sufjan Stevens. What do you know about Sufjan Stevens? Are you a fan of his work, or is it just... I am a fan of his work. Yeah, I'm a fan of his work. I think the first... He's one of those people that I would check out stuff when he puts it out. I've listened to The Ascension, I think something off Convocations... So I like his kind of like psychedelic flair and, and otherwise it has this very like homey, nostalgic kind of singer-songwriter feel. I just love that. It just all of the above that, that all relates. Did you ever come across this, just the whole concept kills me. He did, he did the BQE symphony. Uh, I have not heard that. Uh, <laughs> like the, Brooklyn like, Queens Expressway. Yeah, exactly. He wrote a symphony about the BQE. <laughs> uh, no kidding. Yeah. And there, and it's, it's it's instrumental. It's very almost minimalist, Philip Glass, Steve Reichish kind of thing. And one of the movements, though, is unbelievable. was the BQE symphony from Sufjan Stevens. Okay, Tony, we're back to your work, to you. Uh, it's again 2021, the single, The Ominous Blue, 
an amazing track. What can you say about this one before we hear it? Wow. This one was written right at the beginning of quarantine. After I finished writing it, I knew right away I wanted Braxton on it. I was singing it and I just, I thought, nah, I, I just hear his, his voice. I hear him putting a saxophone solo on it. He ended up adding some flute too. So that was great. Braxton killed it. What I can say about the inspiration for the composition is that it's like the music video actually. So this is one of those music videos that's very directly outlining or following the, the, the flow of the song, the story of the song. And that is just basically a night in the life. I have the spoken word in the middle and that's really what the song is about. So I'm gonna read that for you. It says, body so ominous, trying to stay anonymous, but now we in a cab riding backseat out of this sleepless city. God, she looks so pretty in that little dress, big fur, not your average Friday girl. Ominous blue, now it's half past two. I'm gonna crack another bottle of this lemon seltzer water. It's that velvet hue from a rooftop view. Now let me show you all the things that I can do to you. It's a song about basically uh, meeting a girl at the club, but this is my take on it. You, you hear a lot of songs about meeting a girl at the club and usually it's hip hop or rap and it has a different kind of feel to it. This one has, uh, it's a little more delicate, of course. It has an R&B um, beat and, and production. Really just trying to capture that vibe, the ominous blue, it, it, but like swept away in, 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 not in a drunken state, but in like a, a euphoria. And that's the sound. <laughs> and then out comes this, this woman and it's like, and then we go across the bridge and <laughs> we, we go to the roof. So this one's really on the nose, I think, even though the lyric is a little cryptic. The ominous does it mean to you? That velvet hue, the things it makes me do. That ominous love, what does it mean to you? Thank you. 
Is this a mix of jazz and pop? I wrote that down. Am I on? on I don't really know what any of those words mean because <laughs> jazz, jazz was pop and now it's not. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't use a lot of those words to describe my music. I, I think. In, in, I don't like you know, them either. That was kind of a radio <laughs> host question. And I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. like that question. I really don't. I'm, I'm with you 100% because I, I there's so many sets and subsets and definitions and I get really lost as to what the heck, you know, we're really listening to. And, and I don't, truthfully, I don't really care, you know? It's its own thing. I like to think of each song as its own work and then an album as, you know, of course, a collection or, or a compilation of those works. Just like with these two albums, with When It All Comes Crashing Down and Everything at Once, I, I wasn't just going to mix them all together. I thought about it for a bit, but I just... There were, there were a couple things that separated the music and that make When It All Comes Crashing Down to me sound more like jazz and everything at once sound more like R&B. One interesting thing that separates the two records is that nothing on When It All Comes Crashing Down was recorded to a click track and everything on Everything at Once was recorded to a click track. Another thing is that everything on Everything at Once has a backbeat and the things on When It All Comes Crashing Down generally don't. There's sort of exceptions on, on both albums, but maybe that's where you can draw the line. I'm not really sure because black people didn't even call the music jazz in the day. You know, it's a controversial word. Well, it's a very deep topic and, and there are many shows in that conversation that I'm, I am ready to go down, true, to be honest, <laughs> because I have, uh, as, as you do, a tremendous curiosity and interest in this subject matter. Tell me this, Tony, let's do a, a couple, kind of a quick fire thing. If you're going to listen, you mentioned classical music, you listened to it when you were young. What, what, do you, what would you listen to tonight? Well, what kind of classical music interests you? My, some of my favorites, like Chopin or Tchaikovsky, I really like all, all the, the preludes and the etudes hmm. and things like that, partly because I grew up playing them, but there's just something special. They're usually shorter works. year long is the nutcracker i think it's a masterpiece <laughs> start to finish and every single piece is like its own complete work and that one i can do start and stop because it's all divided up yeah. especially the second act with all the different countries in there you know the chocolate and all, arabian dance and all that stuff but i like that i'm really partial to the first act i just think it's spectacular melody so what i gravitate towards like i said about a good song and and having maybe some a lot of depth in the harmony and things to to grab my ear what grabs my ear about classical music aside from orchestration and just the pure 
beauty of the sound of a symphony orchestra is, is the melody. Well, that was great. Uh, thanks for the, the insights on your classical stuff. Let's go to Rosalia, A Ningun Hombre. The album is El Mal Querer. Oh, God. Can you do it? Can you do yeah, it? Yeah, El Mal Querer. Thank you. A Ningun Hombre Consiento Que dicta mi sentencia Solo Dios puede juzgarme Solo a Él debo obediencia Hasta que fuiste carcelero Yo era tuyo compañero Hasta que fuiste carcelero Voy a tatuar Siempre y de lo que me hiciste un día, de lo que me hiciste un día. Voy a tatuarme la piel, tu inicial porque la mía, para acordarme para siempre y recordarlo toda la vida. De lo que me hiciste un día, de lo que me hiciste un día. Oh boy, millions of listeners on Spotify, Rosalia. Oh, again, I don't know. I don't you know never heard. You never heard of Rosalia. What's wrong with me? No, no, I don't know. I think I don't think most Americans have. She's just now starting to link up with people like Travis Scott. She's won a million awards. Latin Grammys, Grammys, well, the MTV. Thing is, she's, she's, she's amazing. So I actually have friends. I'm doing a show at the Django with a friend of mine named Mar. Uh, she's a singer from, from Spain, from, also from Catalonia. So Rosalia is from Catalonia, which is where Barcelona is. It's the, they call them comunidades, like communities. It's like states, basically, like we have in our country. But the, the community of Catalonia, that's where Rosalia is from. And my friend and, and she went to they went to class together like rosalia was just super interested in flamenco and was an amazing singer and somehow from you know being 18 19 somehow in her early 20s i mean i haven't read tons about it she met the right people and then next thing you know i mean i think we're the same age i think she's also like 27 and she's a superstar international superstar now so her music is now across oh i'm looking yeah she has a track with the weekend a lot of stuff with Jay Balvin and some of these other, like uh, Puerto Rican and, and Miami producers and things. So she's she's definitely mixing 
um, and and her name she's blowing up because of that. But this record is amazing, start to finish. I think it's just one of my favorite records that's come out in the last five years. Like it's top ten for me, no question, because it has this beautiful mix of. Now we can definitely say it has flamenco and pop. That's obvious. We we know we can hear those influences are super super strong. It's hard to put this album in a category. I think it gets billed as pop, right? But when you listen to the whole record, it's only the first and third tracks that really count as pop because the rest of it's kind of crazy. Synthesizers, strings. There's lots of the palmas, you know, and um, obviously the singing is incredible. It's also highly edited and you know modified which i often dislike but i love it in this record because it's part of the art it's it's like just a collage of just interesting sounds and but by the time you get to the end of the album i mean to me tracks 8 9 10 11 are the greatest ones it's they're just i don't know i have no words i mean i love flamenco so much and this is by no means traditional but the influence is strong and i just think the production on the album is beautiful and her voice is stunning so stunning woo. Stunning. I cannot wait to dive into that record. All right. So we're moving on to you. Back to you. Always back to Tony. I love it. <laughs> this is a great, great, sad, beautiful. Your voice just soars on this next one. It's called Meant to Be uh, from Everything at Once uh, 2021, yet again. And there's this amazing thing going on with the trumpet, but I'm going to hold back on my thoughts on the trumpet for a second. Let's listen to it. Meant to Be. You're listening to Lester the Nightfly. We're here with Tony Glousey.
We are in the middle of two shows with Tony Glousey. You're listening to Lester the Nightfly. We just heard the song Meant to Be. I've got thoughts, Tony, but I want to hear your, your words first, and then I'll, I'm going to share a couple things. Well, we've talked a lot about Spanish music and, and Spain, and, and now it's time to share. This, this song is about a girl that I met in Spain. I've spent a lot of time in Spain, and this was one very memorable I guess friend and and couple of nights we we met exactly like the song outlines so it says it's been a while since you spoke to me you and I were meant to be but we waved goodbye from across the sea so I'm getting right to it right at the beginning just saying we're meant to be and then I explain the story this is how we met I wandered in saw you dancing there you took the stage so I grabbed a chair and you sang your song I couldn't help but stare Cora says, you could say it's just a melody, but a melody can change it all. Because when I play a bit of harmony, you start to look at me and then I fall. And that's how it happened. It was at a music venue and I saw her and I went and I sat in and we played and I was smitten. <laughs> I'll continue with the lyric, the last verses. Loving you that summer night beneath the moon, it felt so right as we sailed away into the morning light. Last chorus, what a day, what a memory but a memory can fade away. So let it play in your mind. You'll see we were meant to be, meant to be. This is me reading into this. This is maybe necessarily what you were thinking, but I heard the trumpet as her. So I heard the trumpet in the background singing back almost in, in the form of the trumpet. And then at the end, I believe we had trumpets in the left and then trumpets in the right, almost mm -hmm. talking to one another. Yes. Uh, in my head anyway. So I imagined this trumpet as the other person and then the, 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 the dialogue going back and forth in the left ear and the right ear, if you're listening in headphones with the two trumpets. So that I got, I got that far. <laughs> That's deep. I, this is, this reminds me of a couple of other interview moments where somebody has kind of pulled some meaning that I really like out of something and I did not intend. Um, I can say that the dialogue at the end is is pretty spot on, but no, I didn't think of the trumpet as her voice. I definitely thought of it as as mine, like kind of shooting across the sea. But I, I I'll say I like I like the way you you hear it better. I'm gonna stop. Oh, with that. you know, it's, isn't that funny? <laughs> isn't how great how you might have intended one thing, and we yeah. all might interpret some who knows what because we, you know, it's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, that's you're you're right on it. I see clouds of gray I think I hate today The rain has Okay. 
Your voice follows the piano so closely throughout each of these phrases. And there's some very long phrases. To me, it, it, I'll use the word classical in its, its broadest sense. It had a, a classical feel to it. There was a cello in this thing. It was very pensive. Um, really like this. It was very different from, to my ears from a lot of your other, other tunes. This is a very sad song. This is about... Well, I, so, okay, I got married when I was 20, is what this is about, and we were already divorced by the time we were 23. Like I said, I'm, I'm 27, so it's been plenty of time. It doesn't weigh on me whatsoever. It was a hard relationship, and I wrote the song actually while I was in Spain, um, when I was 23, and I think six months had passed or something, and it's it's pretty dark, but I meant, and and you know, still mean what I say when I say I'd rather be alone than with you. It's a very sad thing to say, but it's, I, I felt the need to put it into words and put it into music. And the, whew, I mean, here, here's a little tidbit about the first verse. It, I say, I see clouds of gray. I think I hate today. The rain has come. I get that line. It's sort of a play on uh, what a wonderful world when he says, uh, skies are blue. Sure. So sure. I say, I see clouds of gray. I think I hate today. The rain has come. Now I remember everything, a gentle touch, perhaps a smile. Every time you looked me in the eyes that way, oh, I was going to realize I may as well return to Pimp a Butterfly. And people always wonder what that means. That's a record by Kendrick Lamar that I was turning to over and over again. I listened to it two or three times a day all the way through. It's like an hour and 20 minutes long. I was completely addicted. Like, thank God I wasn't addicted to some kind of substance. I was, I was addicted to this album. It was my only safe space, it felt like. It was the weirdest thing. It was just timing, I suppose, but it's, that's a very deep record. There's something in that music, lyrics aside, just in the music that really comforted me and, and just took care of me in that time. So I, I would turn to that record over and over again. The lyric continues, I say, sometimes I get sad when I'm alone in the rain, alone on the train, cafe or the bar. Sometimes I get sad when I'm alone in the rain. Alone in the rain, alone in the rain, alone in the rain. But, but I'd rather be alone, rather be alone, rather be alone, rather be alone than with you. And so I, I wrote this song just on my trumpet and then trying to come up with, you know, a lyric to fit that. And I heard this alone in the rain. I heard that line so clearly. So the very different piece of music. Um, probably coming out of my musical theater influence. I never grew up uh, singing or acting like that, but I just love musical theater. I love Sondheim. People always say this song sounds like Sondheim. I, I was listening 
and going out to see, and I still am going out to see a lot of musicals. But in 2018, 19, I was seeing a ton of musicals. Of course, I wasn't seeing Sondheim. I was seeing stuff that's happening right now on Broadway, but huge fan of musical theater. I love just the melodies more than anything from musical theater. And so that's where this, this crazy melody. That leads us, Tony, to another piece that I, I would, again, a companion, in my opinion, and that is El Trato, The Deal. Oh. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> it is, is. I, Tony, I listened to this uh, last week and I did not know the lyrics and I was almost in tears and I didn't know the lyrics. I didn't know yeah. what he was going on. I heard it in his voice, in the notes, in the expressive nature of Alejandro Sanz's voice on this song, The Deal, El Trato. And it, it, it broke my heart. And then I read the lyrics. And oh, while I don't fully comprehend the lyrics, and maybe we should talk about that, um, it was a song, uh, my, the best that I could do was a song, a great song of love and loss is from what I gathered out of this because things didn't go well. Let's do this, Tony. I want to hear your thoughts, but let's let everyone hear the song El Trato right now and then let I want to hear your thoughts about it. El trato era que nos amáramos hasta que desaparecieran los miedos El trato era que nos acariciáramos hasta que nos limpiáramos el cielo Trato era que cantáramos aunque el barco se estuviera hundiendo El trato era que bailáramos mientras que explotaba el universo El trato era que nos quisiéramos como si fuéramos dos perros Los dos mojados y hambrientos bajo la lluvia, bajo la lluvia de enero Viendo debajo de un puente enamorado, queriéndonos. El trato era que nos amáramos como si no tuviéramos invierno. Dime cómo era el trato. Dime cómo era el trato. Maldito trato. final de nuestros días derrapando y medio muertos sucios, cansados gastados, heridos doloridos, sonriendo y cuando nos paremos tú y yo, vida mía, y miremos hacia atrás, mi amor digamos los dos juntos que el viaje estuvo bueno Trato, 
pas ça dice, me pasa dice. El trato era que nos miráramos cuando nadie nos pudiera ver, que nos amáramos tú y yo al amanecer y nos perdiéramos en el agua aunque no tuviéramos sed. Que me pasa, dice, que me pasa. This is a song I keep listening to over and over again. It's new-ish, right? It's only two years old. Um, but I, since I first heard it, I just, or I guess it's three years old, but I, I can't stop listening to it. The first time I heard it, I fell apart. I was crying. And it was the same story the next 20, 30 times I heard it. Like, I couldn't get over it. The lyric is super heavy and just passionate. It's something that I think many people have experienced, especially the older you've you, you are it says this if i translate it some of the lines like the first few are the deal right el trato was that we would love each other until all of our fears disappeared the deal was that we would hold each other until we sound silly but cleaned the the heavens <laughs> um the deal was that we would sing until the ship sank the deal was that we would dance while the universe exploded. The deal was that we wanted each other without the permission of heaven. Wow. The deal, the deal was that we loved each other, even if it will send us to hell. So damn everything. The deal was that we were going to go beyond, doesn't matter what heaven or hell have to say. And then this line, the deal was that the deal was sacred. And now, girl has died it's died yeah and he says que, que me pasa dicen que, que me pasa dicen he's saying and what's wrong with me right, right? i mean if it's, if it's shouting to the heavens he's one of those people that i think we, we should be listening to all his music he's just a great lyricist he's a great singer he plays the, the songwriting i mean come on and the production it has such a charm especially the stuff from the 90s his earlier hit records have that 80s, 90s uh, charm. Let's move on to El Veneno, or the album is also El Veneno. Yeah, in Spanish, Setangana. Setangana, okay, got it. Setangana makes sense. And Nino? Oh, Nino Delche. He's a kind of flamenco influence. I think he's also Spanish. Setangana is like a rapper from Madrid who is just now blowing up he's doing the same thing as rosalia like he's getting with the bigger artists his some of his songs have a much heavier production like a reggaeton flair and a, and a, a heavy beat and are you know kind of simpler there some radio pop vibes but isn't this song brilliant i mean all the time changes the intimacy again of the guitar right <laughs> yeah. very intimate voice very intimate Crazy. you can hear like all the gravel in his voice and, he clears his throat in the middle of the song yeah, he goes, ah, ah, and then it speeds up and it's the guitars come on in the production and then he says amazing and all you got's the cowbell 
uh, it's just like you think it's gonna just get heavy and it just chills right there that's my favorite <laughs> thing production wise about the track it's it's brilliant and of course what he's saying he's he's got he's got just so much sensuality in his in his essence and it's interesting you know this interview has made me realize i, I really do just gravitate towards artists and and music that that i identify with without even realizing it i don't even I've honestly not thought so hard about it till now, but all these people, all their music is, is like my life. And I don't know if it's chicken or the egg, like if it influences me or if it's like, because I'm this way, then I find it. I'm sure it's a little bit of, of both, but, but yeah, this is another example of a very intimate sound. And I love that sound. Oh yeah. It's, whew, this one gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Un Veneno by... Veneno. Tangana, Nino. You, can you introduce this one, please? I can't do it. Yes. So, this is Un Veneno by Setangana and Nino Delche. Oh, thank God. Esta ambición desmedida las mujeres, la pasta y los focos Me está quitando la vida Muy poquito a poquito a poco Me pregunta la prensa Puchito, ¿cuál es la maña? Sin cantar ni afinar Pa' que me escuche tu España Es un veneno que llevo dentro la sangre metido que va a hacer que me mate sin que me haya siquiera querido lo hice por eso es lo hice por ti como no lo hice por ti lo hice por ti mami lo hice por ti vamos vamos lo hice por ti pa que me mires lo hice por ti pa que me quieras lo hice por ti nacido bohemio pero tu amor me ha cambiado y ahora quiero triunfar y ganar y salir en la tele y la radio hey, es un veneno cruel y violento que estáis alimentando que va a hacer que me mate mientras todos seguís ahí mirando lo hice por ti como no lo hice por ti Eso. lo hice por ti por ti, nada más por ti. Lo hice por ti. Pa' que me mire. Lo hice por ti. Lo hice por ti. Lo hice por ti. Un recuerdo al chaval hambriento que no invitabais al baile. Antes cuando era inocente, antes. Pero antes yo no era nadie. Y habrá todo el día metido en farra, escapando pa'lante. Intentando olvidarte, toreando recuerdos que arden. Es un veneno que llevo dentro, la sangre metido. Que va a hacer que me mate sin que me haya siquiera querido. Es un veneno que llevo dentro, en la sangre metido. Que va a hacer que me mate. Sin que me haya siquiera querido. Lo hice por ti. 
set my Tuesday night into crazy spinning for hours. Tony, you did this to me, your friend PJ, by, by bringing up this guy, Lewis Cole, and then sharing the song things and the, from the record time. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, what a, what a clever. What? And I immediately liked it. I immediately liked the track. I'm like this. Is great. And I listened to a little bit more and I, I'm like, well, shoot, I'm doing this interview with Tony. I, I better figure out who this guy is. I mean, it's a great little delicious little track. And then I started listening to the other music and I saw a live performance and I saw his home video when they recorded the in the house and like the yeah. cameras like taped to the door and things oh, like I gotta that. Get the, I got to get the name. And I watched it like four times this um, <laughs> th- this song. And, and then and then I was sending it to my sister and I was saying, look, you got to watch. This is amazing. Then, he, then I listened to Dance of Doom, hysterical, funny, stupid, goofy. When you're ugly, great pop tune. Yeah. Weird part of the night. Another video game sounds. And this guy's off the hook amazing brilliant i went nuts for for this artist actually and um and you did that to me it's your fault
I'm so happy to introduce you. I mean, Lewis Cole is just a, the full package. Uh, this one just captures a very nostalgic feeling. I think that one, it just has that universal thing I've mentioned uh, in, a, in a different way, though, where you just can't help but move inward towards the music as it starts with that little you're just like, well, hang on, what's that about? Hasta la madrugada means until dawn. True story, of course. I, I see a beautiful woman walk in. We start a conversation, and I invite her to one drink, and then two, and then I say, con tres, cuatro, cinco, pues nos vamos, adios. So that's getting to five drinks, and now we're out here. And then the chorus says, la madrugada, hasta la madrugada, nos quedamos toda la noche, hasta la madrugada. That means dawn, until dawn, we stay up all night, until dawn. chaqueta de cuero. Ojos brillantes, ya casi me muero. Su cara me habla, me deja pasmar. Me fijo en su cuerpo y me pone demasiado. Cuando más la miro, más la deseo. Aunque no la conozca, me parece sincero. Invitarle a uno. Invitarle a dos y con tres, cuatro, cinco, pues nos vamos a Dios. La madrugada, hasta la madrugada, nos quedamos toda la noche, hasta la madrugada, la madrugada, ay como me
interesting. I've been waiting is about a night as well. The sensation um, of feeling like you've been waiting your whole life for that moment. for doing this you've been so generous tony with your time really we've turned this into two shows it's been a real rush uh doing this for me it's been a real pleasure thank you pj this has been a blast i I, i'm grateful and like i said i've learned if anybody's listening and you come to a show please introduce yourself uh tell me where we met at least you know virtually (laughs) and uh hope to be able to share the music with y'all in person very soon
This has been a PJ DJ production.